0: rise and shine and give God the glory for all that he's done, for all that he's been, for all that he's doing, and all that he will and shall do for you. It is thankful Thursday. And it's just because we've declared it to be thankful Thursday, but we are thankful every day that we wake up on this side of heaven. Grace and mercy, it's new every morning, Dee, And I'm so thankful for it. To God be the glory for, for just keeping me throughout the night. Um, yeah, Miss Patricia, I'm grateful that he woke me up and I'm thankful that you are feeling better this morning. Um, can I really ask you all to bombard heaven on the behalf of my family, the Smith family? Um, My father-in-law is not well and they've told us that his health is declining rapidly. So I am standing in the trenches and in the gap for my family. Um, We will celebrate one year since my mother-in-law passed and now to have my father-in-law in his final stages is tough. Um, So I'm just asking you all to literally bombard heaven on the behalf of the Smith family, Um, please. And then don't forget about your girl. Um, (sighs) Yeah. Thank you guys. So listen. Um, I'm going to turn it over to to Takiyah, who on last week, y'all know, created a whole new day for us. But even in what she created, God moved. (laughs) So I have no doubt that on today, she's going to remind us um, just how faithful, just how good our father, our daddy is. Um, And that because of that, we got a whole bunch to celebrate and talk about. Ooh, so, you're going to remind everybody, huh? <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, wives who were. I am so, I am just full this morning already um, with a heart of praise and a heart of worship. And Trinette, I seen you ask. Denise the same question. I asked her as well, what is the name of the song? I thought it was Hallelujah, uh, but it's some just some um, piano musical compilations that she has playing for us in the background from YouTube. But it is, I don't know why, it, sa- it sounds like Hallelujah, and like I say, I, I just have a spirit of worship this morning, and so we had rehearsal last night. My voice might crack, but I just wanted to, in your quiet place where you are this morning, if you guys can just whisper,
1: Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah,
0: Lord, we love you this morning Lord, we love you Lord, we love you
1: Lord, we love you
0: Lord we love you Lord we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we thank
1: you you.
0: lord we thank you hallelujah jesus we love you lord we thank you god father god in the name of jesus we come to you as humble as we know how this morning father god saying thank you father god saying hallelujah god because we want to give you the highest praise father god Father God, we love you on this morning. We thank you for our early rising, Father God, for giving us the heart of worship and the heart of praise to give you glory before the sun even comes up, Father God. Father God, I ask that you just sit me down and that you just stand up for the wives who wore on this morning. Let the words that come out of my mouth, let it land on good soil, Father God father God, what what is going to be said the, today, Father God, is heavy on me God and I know that it will be for someone who may have a thought who may have been through it, who may be thinking about it, father God and maybe I will be able to give them a pause and to think and to stop them where they are, Father God, removing doubt, father God, confusion, father God. we thank you on this morning Jesus and it's in your son that we say, amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thankful Thursday, I got it right this week. (laughs) Thankful Thursday, I am a living testimony. I know we all have been through some things, I know we are all going through some things, and on the other side, once we get through those tests to understand and to realize, that those tests become testimonies. And sometimes, majority of the times, the tests that we go through, the trials that we go through are not for us, but it's for someone else. It may hurt us. (laughs) It may even to a point feel like we have been destroyed by the test. But what the devil meant for bad, what the devil meant for evil, always remember God will use it for his good. So being that I'm a living testimony, I'm going to come out of the book of Hosea. It's a familiar story. It's about the prophet Hosea and his wife, Gomer. In the book of Hosea, Gomer is the wife of the prophet, and her story is used as an example for the relationship between God and the people of Israel. According to the book of Hosea, God made the prophet Hosea to marry a woman named who was described as a promiscuous woman. She's prescribed, prescribed She's described in some um, some translation as an idolater. Uh, Hosea one and 2, chapter one verses two. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea, and the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms, for the land hath committed commit great whoredom, departing from the Lord. So Gomar, he went and he took, I mean, so Hosea, excuse me, Lord. So Hosea, he went and he took Gomar as his wife. He obeyed God and he married her, but she continued to be unfaithful to him and becomes a prostitute. During the course of their marriage, marry three children, symbolic names a son, Jezreel, meaning God will sow, Hosea 1, 4 and 5. A daughter, Lorama, meaning not pitied, Hosea 1, 6 through 7. And another son, Loami meaning not my people, chapter one, verse eight and nine. Despite Gomer's unfaithfulness, Hosea remains committed to her and continues to love her. He even buys her back from slavery after she is sold into it because of her prostitution. The story of Hosea and Gomer Gomer is seen as a representation of God's relationship with his people of Israel. And let's be real, his relationship with us as well. Just as Hosea remains committed to Gomer, despite her unfaithfulness, God remains committed to the Israelites, despite the disobedience and idolatry that she commits. The story also emphasized the importance of forgiveness and redemption, As Hosea forgives Gomer and buys her back from slavery, just as God forgives the Israelites and offers them redemption, just as God forgives us and sent his son Jesus to the cross to die on the cross for our sin, Hosea reassures Gomer that despite her former sin, he will keep his promises. He will love her and he will be loyal to her. The parable of Hosea and Gomer foreshadows the perfect, redeeming, and passionate love that God in Christ has for all his people throughout history. The symbolism is central to Hosea's message. He depicts Israel's unfaithfulness to the Lord as that of a wife who has turned her her back on a faithful husband to follow her lover's. God's main concern for his people would be to bring about their restoration rather than charge them the exact amount of punishment that we deserve. In other words, God's justice is always subordinate to his mercy. How does Hosea point to Jesus? He even went so far as to send his son Jesus to give up his life and buy us back. God uses the book of Hosea to point to Jesus as our faithful savior. Praise God for his grace and his mercy. His grace because he loved us in spite of who we was, who we are, his mercy because we have not received the punishment that we <laughs> so deserve because of our sins god has chose to be faithful to us he has chosen to forgive us he has chosen to continue to keep our name in the lamb's book of life once we have received him into our hearts he is loyal he is faithful but what about us what about marriage this is wives who wore Why I say this is I'm a living testimony because I, too, was a gomer. I wasn't too a gomer to the extent of prostitution, nor to the extent of over and over committing idolatry or unfaithfulness. But my story is similar. And I know we all have similar stories. Serena's talked yesterday about staying steadfast and being forgiven, having forgiveness for our husbands. But sometimes we have to remember that we are the ones that need to be forgiven. We are the ones that need to sit down and take a pause and to ask the Lord to lead God and direct us and to forgive us for our sins. We are the ones that have not been pitied. We are the ones that our husbands need to look at and be faithful to us. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's not them. Sometimes the enemy, he will use his tactics. He will use his tools to get us what the words say. The word says he comes seeking, to seeking whom he may devour. That means us, you guys. We are not out. <laughs> we are not out. <laughs> We are not out of harm's way. We are right there, what right there besides our husband. We are right there beside our children. We are right there besides our coworkers, standing, standing near any one corner we may go around, and there go to enemy. There go to enemy, putting a thought in our mind. They're going to enemy putting us down. There go the enemy in our most vulnerable moments coming in, creeping, telling us things that are not of God. The way the serpent pierced his head on me is back in 2005. My grandmother passed in a horrible car accident. And in that car accident, I had to go back with my mom. We had to bury her in Louisiana. And there was a serpent. Yeah, I say it too. It was a serpent who pierced his head. And one thing that I tell young women today who are just, who are recently married, don't tell another man about what your husband's not doing. Because when you tell him what your husband is not doing, he's going to do everything that he's not. And that's just a trick of the enemy. You're thinking, oh, he's doing everything. He's doing this. Oh, he's doing that. No, baby, you told him what to do. That's the trick of the enemy to make you think that it's better over there. It's the, it's the trick of the enemy to make you think that it's really green grass over there. No, baby, it's not. It's turf. It's fake. And you have given him the tools to help create something that you think is a reality. But he's only using He's only using the words that you gave him. He's only using the tactics that you gave him, speaking ill will of your husband. Never speak ill will to your husband. To a, some, we, sometimes us as women, we, we are, we, we get gullible, especially in our young age, especially in our young marriages, We think we can talk and tell everybody of what's going on or what's not going on. And they have the best interest for us. But sometimes (laughs) that enemy is there seeking to see what it is. How can I twist? How can I turn her around? How can I use her for my will? And we have to continue to stay vigilant and prayed up and, allow, and remembering and reminding ourselves who and why we are married, who we committed ourselves to first. My vows, my vows was from the word of God. It said to love and obey, <laughs> who obey, yes. It said up and down sick, from sickness and health. We know the vows. We didn't write our own vows, we wrote the vows according to the scripture because we know that the first promise in marriage is to God. We made a commitment first to God when it comes to marriage. Are the witnesses that we have, the witnesses that are there, are to witness the glorious day, but to witness our commitment that we made unto God to our husbands. We cannot forget what God has said. He said, don't let anyone put us under. Don't let anyone divide you and your husband. Wives who war, we're warring because we're standing on our faith, because we're understanding our places, because we know that in this time, in this time in 2023 how much more important it is for more wives to come together and to stand so that we can be committed to our husbands so that we can have the backs of our husband so that we can continue to raise our children and that we can remember the that the that mm, father god so that we can remember the Proverbs woman Proverbs 31 who wants to be a virtuous woman Her children calls her blessed, but are we showing blessed? Are we showing blessed? In order for your children to call you blessed, you must first show them what blessed looks like. We can stand and say we're wives who wore and then turn around and curse our husbands out and be mad. We, We get angry. We get mad. God, Jesus did it turned over the tables in in the temple. But we have to remember that grace and that mercy that first happened to us, that we have to have it for our husbands as well. That we also have to have that grace and that mercy for ourselves as well. Forgiveness, sometimes we talk about forgiveness for other people, forgiving other people. But at times we have to learn how to even forgive ourselves for our past transgressions. Thank God for Jesus that it has been over 17 years and my husband forgave me. My husband was faithful for me at a time where he didn't even know or have a relationship with God. But God, he knew who I was to him and for him. But God was still in the midst because he allowed him and showed him that this is your wife, take your wife, forgive your wife, be faithful to your wife. We talk about, sometimes we have these women bashing conversations and we can talk so bad about our husbands, so bad about men. There's women out there saying, men's not this, men aren't this, black men, not this, black men, not that. But what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? When when God created us for man, he said, I'm going to make you a help meet. We are to be helping the men. We are to be helping our husbands, not hindering, not bickering, not bolstering, not acting like we better than if they fall short. There is going to be some ups and there's going to be some time, some downs. Sometimes he's up and sometimes he's down. Sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. But when two become one, if the other one is strong, then you are strong together. If the other one can pick up the other one while they are weak, then God be for you. This commitment, this thing called marriage is not, I just continue to say it is not for the faint of heart. It's not glitter and gold. It's not just for happiness. It's been ordained. And it's over and over and over again, the enemy is coming in trying to confuse our children trying to confuse a society and make us change our viewpoint on how we see marriage, on how we see the family, on how we see ourselves as women, who is a woman, who can be called a woman, God forbid. One thing that me and my husband, we always have said since we he has become saved and he has gotten himself in his word, One thing that we have committed ourselves is for God, I live and for God, I'll die. Ten toes down. We can't allow the enemies to come in and to continue to distract and to break that nucleus that God has put together for a woman and for a man. Husband and wife. He created it. It was no mistake. It was no accident. Never allow someone to think that you should be ashamed because you're standing on your faith and because they want to change you because they want to want you to see their viewpoint. Okay, your viewpoint seen it. Dismissed. Stand on his word and God will continue to honor that. Stand on his forgiveness, stand on his grace, his mercy, remembering that we are perfect, remembering that we have had our setbacks, remembering that every year, I I just believe that every year, every month, every second as we continue to stay prayed up, as we continue to put our marriage on the altar before God, that it will get better and better each day. I don't recall the name, but someone in the comments the other day stated that their husband, they have been together, I believe 31 years. And I believe it was seven years of that time or 10 years her husband was on drugs. But here now, 31 years. I can believe that now, Things are better because she wouldn't have told that testimony in the comments. We all have a story. We all have glory. God's grace, God's map. You have to remember, we have to remember that we have two backgrounds coming together, two damaged people coming together, two people coming together with their own baggage, with their own issues coming together in marriage. And for some have never had an example. My husband never had an example of what marriage was, but God be the glory. I feel like he was a better example for me than what I had. Cause I had grandparents, a grandfather and a grandmother who had been married for over 52 years. I had a mother and father had been married over 40 years. I had examples, but sometimes those examples aren't the best either. Not when it comes to abuse, they're not the best either. So that that was that thing. That was my baggage coming into the marriage, not trusting being a more dominant female my husband used to say to me all the time you don't have to be so such an independent woman and I didn't understand what that meant by what do you mean I don't have to be an in I am an independent woman not when you get married not when you get married that get put that gets put down because let's be honest I was created for him as his help meet. I was created to be by his side. And if I continue to pray to help him be better, we are made better. Marriage is better when we are in our place, when we are in our lanes. Stop trying to be the husband. Stop trying to be the wife. I mean, stop trying to be the husband. Stop trying to be the man. Be the wife, the woman that God created you to be. It is the best place to be. When we are in our own lanes, that's in marriage, that's in friendships, that's in everything. We are in our own lanes. It is the best place to be. I always remember and I've always said, my husband is the head, but I'm the neck. And although he thinks, <laughs> Lord, forgive me. He knows he does everything without that neck. He can't move because I'm his help me, And he needs my help to move that head. He needs my help so that we can get to the next level. He needs my help so that we can raise our kids together. We're in this thing together, ladies, but we cannot forget that we have had our own trials and our own tribulations, that we have had our own downfalls and not be so quick to judge our husbands when they get weak, not be so quick to forget who's forgiven us because sometimes it's not just sometimes it's not just God who's forgiven us it's our husbands who's forgiven us as well who's been faithful for to us as well who has showed us the love of Christ as well and then they get weak no my husband wasn't always safe. no my husband was not always in the church as I said before Growing up in Oakland, my husband used to say that pastors and preachers were the biggest uh, hypocrites for one. But he said they were the biggest hustlers out there. (laughs) But look at him now, Pastor Daniel Watts. Look at him now standing for Christ. Look at him now saying for God I'll live and for God I'll die. Loving his wife as Christ has loved the church. Sometimes you are that light. Help meet, help your husband get to that next level. Him bringing two people together is not by happenstance. It's done on purpose. He put Adam into a deep sleep. And he pulled Eve out of his rib, out of his side not out his head, not out his back, not out his leg, but out of his side. We are the ribs to our husband. We are to stick beside, beside them through thick and through thin. Whether or not we have been at, whether or not we have had downfalls, cause hey, is somebody out there? Y'all just perfect. Y'all just perfect. Y'all never made a mistake. Y'all live in this married thing, just like it's saying the word of God. Y'all are the best example that there is. But guess what? God did not call. <laughs> he equipped the call. He equipped the call. We are not perfect, not any one of us. And we have to learn how to humble ourselves, even in marriage. We talk about humbling ourselves out there in them streets and at work, but we need to humble ourselves even in marriage, knowing why we are here, why we were created. We have more strength than, <laughs> than we think, wives if we stay in our lane, if we stay besides our, beside our husbands, where we were created to be, not in front, not in back, not over them, not beneath them, but by their sides. We have to forgive ourselves. I know there's many more testimonies. I know we all have fallen. Fallen short of the glory of God, but because of his mercies, which are new every day, he has not given us the punishment. When they found the woman and that they wanted to throw stones at her and Jesus wrote on the ground and he said, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Why won't we give our husbands that same grace? Yeah, it's a lot of stories in the Bible that talk about us women. It's a lot of them in the Bible that talk about men too. But all I can talk about is who I was, who I am and who God created me to be as a woman. He who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Hosea, a man of faithfulness, regardless of what his wife did, he went continue to go back and back and back to get her to bring her out, to redeem her. God has redeemed us. God has forgiven us. Hold your head up high, forgive yourself, show your husband some grace, love on one another, and remember, we are here side by side, walking this life, being a light, until this sin sick and dying world. Last night, my t- my twins are getting ready for junior prom, and um, real real just oh, they were getting ready for prom. They're getting ready for prom, and they were helping a, a friend of theirs, one of their dates, uh, do posters for school. And uh, she's running for to us. It will be for she's running for queen. But and so I asked him, I said, oh, so you guys, she's running for queen. I asked him, are you running for king since he's her date? Oh, no, they only have queen. I said, oh, okay." He said, and we can't call it queen anymore. We have to call it um, court or something. But (laughs) understanding they're taking it out of the schools. Queen is a woman. So are you saying now that anybody can run for queen? Male or female, this is where we're this is where the devil is tricking our kids, trying to trick and confuse our kids. That's why the training has to start in the house first. We have to show them what that looks like, what marriage looks like, what parenting looks like, what a child of God looks like. It bothered me a lot. It bothered me, like, huh, she couldn't be, and he put. Home, not homecoming queen, but I guess junior, uh senior queen or something, senior class queen. He put it on his poster board, but the teacher, when they, when they brought it in, said, oh, you need to cover that up with a picture or you can't post it. I've been saying we are living in our last days. Because the devil is confusing folks and thinking that wrong is right and that right is wrong. And when we stand for right, we get ridiculed. We get beat down because we want to continue to stand for what God is is telling us to stand for. But all I can say is stand in the midst of it all regardless. God is going to honor that. He's going to honor you. He's going to honor your marriage as long as we stand and we stay in the place that God has us in, God gets the victory over it all. We have to continue to be the change that we want to see. We have to continue to be the wives who bore in Jesus' name. We wore in Jesus. We're not just warring out here. We're not just uh, secular book, a secular book, a secular club, wives who wore. No, we wives who wore in Jesus' name. Because we know the foundation and we know the purpose of marriage and who created marriage. Remember your vows, wives. Remember you have a testimony as well. Remember you have been forgiven. Remember you have been shown grace and mercy. Let's show grace and mercy to our husbands. Let's show grace and mercy to ourselves and be the light that God had created you to be in this sin-sick sin world. We have to be the light. We need to be the light. It's needed. My grandmother saying we living in our, my great grandmother saying we're living in our last days. And here I am saying we're living in our last days. We don't get to have a second chance and we have to remember that. And as always, as always, as we continue to feed ourselves with the word of God, as we continue to get closer to God be vigilant be aware be steadfast and unmovable unmovable because the enemy with his head roaring head is seeking whom he may devour he is going about seeking be vigilant stand still stand tall When we all woke up this morning, even if we haven't even hit our feet to the ground yet, the devil should have shook. Because we are wives who war in the name of Jesus. And he knows that he won't get by us because we're standing on God's word and on God's faith. And leading an army. Denise is leading the army, she's out front. And we thank God for her. Father God, we come to you, Lord, thanking you, Lord, thanking you for your guidance, thanking you for your grace, thanking you for your mercy, Father God, we love you, Father God. We ask that you just continue to lead, guide, and direct us down the path that you will have us to be on, Father God. That you continue to lead, guide, and direct our marriages, Father God. That you touch our husbands, Father God, from the crown of their heads down to the soles of their feet, Father God. Allow them to stand firm in their places as the head of the household, Father God. Allow us to continue to understand. And know that there is order, Father God, that you created order, Father God, allow us to be in the place that you created us to be, Father God, not veering to the left, not veering to the right, Father God, not trying to take another person's place, Father God, remembering that you have forgiven us, remembering that you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins, Father God, remembering that you created an ordained marriage, Father God, that you brought to two two wretched people together, Father God, because you knew what we could do together, Father God, how strong we could be together, Father God. Lord God, we thank you on this morning, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for leading us, Father God, for protecting us while we slept, Father God. Father God, we just praise your name, Father God. Touch Mr. Smith, Father God, Denise's father-in-law, Father God. Father God, if it be in your will, Father God, just have your way. Heal him, Father God. Father God, give them peace in whichever transition it may be, Father God, on this on this season, Father God. We love you and we understand, Father God. Father God, we live, Father God, and we, to die, Father God, is eternal life with you, Father God. Father God, we love you. We are working towards that same day, Father God, that our number will be called. Father God, but continue to remit for us to remember the happy memories the happy things the happy places we've gone father God the the things that her father-in-law has done father God the seeds that have been planted the watering that he may have done father God touch his son father God and just give him a peace that surpasses all understanding allowing denise to be to be able to stand strong beside her beside her husband as he go through this as they go through this together father god father god touch it's in your son jesus name that i pray father god that you will continue to strengthen the wives who wore for their marriages for their husbands for their children father god for the wives who wore Standing on the foundation of God on your word, Jesus, for the wives who war in this sin and sin sick world, Father God, that you continue to be a light, a beacon shining through each and every one of us in our homes, on our jobs, as we travel, Father God. Continue to lead, God, and direct. And it's in your son, Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. And thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. Is that one of the songs y'all singing? <laughs> yes, Jesus. As you were talking about walking in the light, girl, yes. I'm like, let me go find that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We have to be the light in a dark world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, even when our children are a part of it. Yes. Mm. Yes. That yes. Yeah. Um, and it's that's why it's extremely important to cover our children in the blood of Jesus. Um, our marriages in the blood of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Because nothing can penetrate the blood. Yes, Lord. Nothing can penetrate the blood. I, I know I have a testimony. Hmm. I'm a Hmm. walk testimony. Um, Listen, had it not been for God, who was on my side? You see my shirt today. But (laughs) I don't know where I would be. That's one of them, you know, when you testimony, you know, we're going to do testimony service before we start service, right? You know, old old school culture. We did testimonies before we even started church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just thank and praise God for waking me up this morning, yes. right? For keeping me clothed in my right mind. I'm yet saved, sanctified, mm-hmm. filled with the Holy Ghost, and that with fire. Yes, water Lord. baptized. Listen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> we all have a testimony, yes, and the Bible tells us to hear, right? That we overcome. By the blood of the lamb and by the, by the word of our testimony. I said yesterday, somebody needs to hear your story. Mm-hmm. But far too many of us aren't willing to share mm-hmm. where God has brought us from because mm-hmm. we're ashamed of our past. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it wasn't from my past, I wouldn't have a future. And I wouldn't be where I am now. Today. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I encourage you all to begin to share your story. Mm -hmm. Begin to share your ebbs and your flows because somebody is in their ebb and needs Mm -hmm. to understand how you got through it and begin to flow. Yes. Somebody is in their valley moment and you may be on the mountaintop, but Mm -hmm. don't ever forget that you were once in the valley as well. Say it. How you got out of the valley that somebody needs to hear about mm-hmm. because I may not know how to get out.
1: That's right.
0: And I don't want to be like those that were wandering around in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights because they didn't obey.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: We Jesus. as sisters and brothers in Christ are obligated to go back. And lend a helping hand to those that have fallen along the wayside. Who have you gone back and gotten lately? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank God for your share on this morning. Yes, Lord. It resonated with my soul and I know it resonated with others. Don't forget your past. Don't forget your past. You are a living testimony and you're only a living testimony because of God. Yes, Lord. He himself came to save that which was lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was mm-hmm. lost.
0: With both my hands. Listen, up. <laughs> I see my feet up this morning. <laughs> I was lost. I was I lost. lost. I was lost. So he came back and got your girl. I was lost. Thanks be to God. And let's be real. I said, you know, I started off, you know, with a heart of worship. And of nervousness, of course, right? Because only a few people know my story. And I only gave you guys a glimpse of that story. I didn't give you the whole story. I only gave you a glimpse of that story. No, I wasn't Gomer. No, I wasn't Gomer. No, bless her heart. Bless his heart. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But the story, the, the, the whole story... I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be married. Yeah. I shouldn't be married according to man. I shouldn't be married. I should be stoned. <laughs> but God, and I got dressed in the dark, sis. <laughs> you didn't look <laughs> in the dark, honey. <laughs> but, God, yeah. but God. But God. But God. But God. And I know, just like me, we don't have just one story. <laughs> No one told me when I was in my 20s, when I was getting married, no one told me. So for you, and I always tell you, Denise, for your obedience, this is what people like what we needed when we were in our, we needed someone to tell us, we needed to understand this. We likewise. needed this. <laughs> likewise, sis, likewise. Because maybe, we wouldn't have went through some of the stuff that yeah. we did, some of the choices we made. We probably wouldn't have made it, but we do understand we all got to make our own choice. We all got to sit on our own pot, as Grandma and them used to say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But I said, Oh, Lord, this has been boiling in me. You, I've got me, you've been talking. This has been boiling. I'm like, Lord, really? Why? 17 years later, now you want this story? <laughs> I'd have forgot a few years, I had forgot. Yeah, but it's for it's for someone else. Someone else who may be right there thinking, "I just want them to understand, sis, it's not grass. It ain't greener." Baby, that you wore me out with that piece. You said it's turf. It's turf. It's fake. Listen, it's, do y'all know about them turf burns, baby? I got sports boys. <laughs> and then they come home with that little um, tire tire stuff in their yes. cleats. Yeah, that's that's what's on the that's what's next door. That's, that's what's on the, the other room. side. It's plastic. It's a plastic. It's a plastic kind. Hey. Phony. You know how we used to wear pleather because we couldn't afford leather. leather, honey. A plink because we, we can't. We can't. We still can't afford mink. You hear me? Faux is faux. Faux. Just saying. Don't believe the hype. Don't. Nah. <laughs> don't, don't believe the hype. Don't. Don't do it. Just don't. Don't, do fall, for don't fall for the okie doke, as my mom would say. Don't fall for the okey doke. How oh, these kids don't even understand the okie doke. Don't fall for the okie doke, y'all. <laughs> just keep your eyes like this. Just right here. The looking onto is- the author. And <laughs> Look, next set is asphalt, honey. That's some hard stuff that'll tear your kneecaps up. We but all have bad knees because of it. <laughs> asphalt to make your knees black. I don't care what color you are. It's gonna, you gonna be black, black and dusty. Don't do it. Just so don't me. do it. Don't don't, don't bite me. the dust. Mm-mm. We love you all. Yes. Um, Janelle will be with us on tomorrow. Bless y'all you. don't know how much y'all blessed me this week with all of those that have. Yes. Chimed in, honey. The load is easy. The load is easy. I was like, oh, I don't have Monday no more. Ooh, okay. I got, Tuesday. Mm, Ooh, I got Tuesday. I don't have Thursday. And this week I don't have Friday. Come on, Jesus. Bless, oh, the, Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, moderator. Um, okay, moderator. Okay, moderator. <laughs> okay. I'll just say I love y'all with the love of God. Yes, I'm taking my rest, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will see y'all on tomorrow morning yes. if it be the Lord's will. Yes. May the Lord bless and keep you. May he give you traveling grace and mercy. May he grant you access to everything that he has for you on today. But we don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of itself. We are concerned about today. And even in that, God says, I'll perfect the very thing that concerns you. Mm -hmm. Stand still until you see the salvation of the Lord. And remember that you are a living testimony. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. Thank you.